You're listening to How She Creates. I'm your host, Lauren Hooper. This podcast is for the curious, the wanderer and the wanderers, the playful and the joyful. Every week, we're going to explore how to design a life full of creativity and whimsy. Now let's get curious and go explore something. Hey, hi, hello, friends. I'm so thrilled to be back. I have been gone for the whole month of October almost in America, in North America, I guess. I was in Canada for the Imperfect Boss Camp, and then I was in Alabama for the Radiant Art Retreat, and I can only describe it as perfection schlag. If you've watched The Office, you know that that is a German word for when you're just in perfection um, that Dwight uses, and you guys... It really was just perfect and schlug. And I have so many things to tell you um, about it. But first, this month, it's the month of gratitude. And I know you're like, ugh, gratitude. You know, that's what we have to do at like the dinner table on Thanksgiving before we're allowed to eat the turkey. Um, and it's very awkward and forced. But I'm talking about real gratitude, like life-changing gratitude. And so I have put together a gratitude challenge for you. It is completely free and I would love for you to join me. If you want in, if you want all the details, go to lauren-likes.com slash gratitude and sign up and get your gratitude prompts and a free webinar and tutorials and more resources and community and all kinds of fun things. It's all for you guys. Um, so let's back up and let's talk about why. And this story is going to take me all the way back to the beginning of this year when I started the 100 day project. So if you will sit back and relax and rewind with me and come to about February, March, um, I believe the 100 day project starts in April. Um, but we're at the beginning of the year and, you know, I just had a case of the blah. Just wasn't really loving it. You know, I've always been open about I've struggled to live here where we do. It's really isolated and it's difficult to get places. And there's not a lot of community. And um, yeah, so it's just always been more difficult for me here. And I'm always looking for ways to make it better. Well, there's just a lot of stuff going on in my personal life at this time. I was having a hard time. I was making a lot of changes with a lot of things. And... I just wasn't feeling it, you guys. Um, my husband even noticed that I was just not my normally mostly positive self. Um, I was just struggling with a lot of things. And the 100-day project rolled around. And I was so deep in the throes of just everything. So much was changing. This is when I was starting to transition out of Get Messy and into my own new business. And there was just so many things going on. We were preparing to travel for the whole summer. Um, it was just a lot. And I just thought, there's just no way. There's no way that I can take on the 100-day project again. Um, so if you don't know what the 100-day project is, it is where you do one creative act every day for 100 days. And at the end, you've got something amazing. And I have done it twice before. The first time is when I did my stories from here challenge. I was leaving Korea and I was so sad about it. And I wanted to find a way to honor 
and document our time there. So every day for 100 days on Instagram, I took a photo and I told a story about something that had happened in Korea, something I wanted to remember. Maybe it was a person, a place, a restaurant, just like the general feel of the place, whatever it was, something I wanted to remember. And you guys, it was just such a game changer for me. It really like changed a lot of my life that that project did um, because it brought together all the things that I loved in this new way and it just gave me a new outlet. And from that, I created my stories from here class and I just love seeing people use that format to tell the story of where they live. So that was my first experience with 100 Day Project because, again, I was in a big period of transition and so I couldn't commit to making something every day, which is what a lot of people do for this project. So last year, I wanted to participate again and I had a little bit more time and I was having a really big creative block and so I decided I would do 100 Days of Collage and I would just do weird stuff new stuff. I would copy other people's styles. I would try new things. I just wanted to kind of break out of the rut and it totally worked. I ended up abandoning the project halfway through because it had re-motivated me so much that I was so excited to create again that I had more things I wanted to do. And so I considered that project a huge success. Um, And some of those collages that I made are still some of my favorite things I've ever made and it really pushed my art to a new level. So this last year rolls around and I know the power of the 100 day project for sure. And I love the community that it has because it's got a big hashtag on Instagram and I wanted to participate, but I just knew there was no way. So I didn't. And then everyone else started posting and I just, I got the FOMO. I felt so left out and I wanted to do something, but I just kept thinking I can't do this. I don't have time to add another project in. And it always falls over times when we travel a lot. So I thought, and I thought, and I thought, and I was like, what do I need personally for me, for my life right now? Like I said, I was in a really hard time. So I decided I would do 100 days of gratitude. I would look for things to be thankful for in my daily life so that I could celebrate those and look for beauty and add some more joy into my life. Um, Because we all know our beautiful, wonderful, fearless leader, Brene Brown, says there's no joy without gratitude. And there are so many studies, and that's a lot of what her research is based on and has found about the correlation of happiness and gratitude. And that's what Brene Brown talks about a lot is that they interviewed all of these people and the one biggest common factor that she found for people who were happy in their lives was that they had a consistent gratitude practice. So that meant they were actively looking for things to be grateful for, and they were finding a tangible way to do that. Um, Whether it be writing or sharing it or talking about it or, you know, whatever that was for them, they were actively practicing gratitude. And that was bringing them so much more joy in their life. And it was flooding over into every other aspect of their life. And So I was like, all right, if Brene says that's what I need to do, that's what I need to do. So I started my 100 Days of Gratitude project and I was like, okay, I'm going to pull this back 
so simple. So every idea I had, I was like, no, simpler, no, simpler, no, easier than that. So what I decided to do was to post a photo on Instagram stories and write what I was grateful for. That's it. 30 seconds or less. And of course, it just became a huge part of my life and my day every day for those 100 days. And it just changed so much for me. So I'll talk a little bit more about kind of the way the project works, because I know I love hearing how other people do their projects. Um, And so what I did was, like I said, I started and I was going to do flower photos. Every day I would post a photo of flowers and then I would write on top of it what I was grateful for. Um, And then I quickly realized I either didn't have enough flowers, photos of flowers, or I didn't care enough. And so I started looking for photos to take every day that kind of represented what I was grateful for. And sometimes I would just throw up a photo of flowers because it was something more abstract or I didn't get a photo of the thing that day. And that was fine. Um, But again, it's back to kind of that stories from here model that I was using where it made me start looking for the beauty around me. And I found myself wanting to grab my camera again and to set up a shot and edit it beautifully and, you know, take the time to notice things that were really beautiful and important and special to me, even, even if it wasn't beautiful, um, but looking for a way to document it that was and so that I could deepen that gratitude. So that became a big part of my gratitude practice was noticing what was bringing me joy and capturing it in a beautiful way. And so I would share the photo that I had taken and I would not simply just write, today I'm grateful for books. I would again start writing the story. Why was I grateful for that thing? What kind of joy did it bring me? Because I wanted to dig down even deeper into the moment and pull out exactly how I felt and exactly why it was good for me. And I wanted to remember all of those details and really, really focus on them and use that as my joy meditation of when I was taking those photos, editing them, writing those stories. And some days were really long captions and some days were just a word. And I kept it all in a note on my phone um, so that I could like write and edit it and then have it all in one big giant list at the end. Um, And most of the time I posted every day, sometimes I would travel and so I would miss a couple days. And so then at the end of that week or whatever, I would just make a big list of, you know, the seven things that I was grateful for that week. And I would list them all together and post it and saved it under my highlight. And I was perfectly fine for that. I built that into my plan for the project. I told myself, okay, if I can't post today, what am I going to do instead? If I miss a day, what am I going to do instead? And there were a couple days I missed, but because this was such an easy project, all I had to do was think of what are two things I'm grateful for today instead of one. And I was able to complete the whole thing without worrying about, you know, did I do it every day? Did I cheat? Did I post? Um, because I had so little pressure surrounding it. Because like I said at the beginning, I kept going, how can I make this simpler? How can I make this simpler? And honestly, the simplest thing to do was I opened a note on my phone and I wrote gratitude at the top and I made it a numbered list. So then I would just put number one and I would write my my thing and then I'd hit enter and it would put number two for me. Um, And so it just kept it organized for me. So I knew if I was getting close to 100 or not. 
And then if I had time, I would share it on Instagram. And that was it, you guys. That was my whole project. But it was such a big, big deal for me. It really helped turn around that funk that I was in. And it helped me look around and be more grateful for for where I was and what I was doing and for my people and, you know, for the things that I had. And it helped me dig deeper into my life and notice bigger and more obscure things that we pass over when we're doing gratitude list. You know, we say, you know, our family, God, our friends, our house, you know, all the miscellaneous blessings that we have. Um, But when we really drill down into, you know, I'm grateful for my creativity. I'm grateful for my feet being able to take me for walks and, you know, being able to express myself and for the internet existing and bringing us all together here. Um, And as I dug deeper into each of those topics and why I was grateful for them and what they brought to me, I appreciated them so much more. And it just slowly started, you know, infiltrating my whole life of bringing back that joy and that positivity and that encouragement that I wanted to be known for and that I wanted to have within myself and for my own life. And it did. It just made a huge, huge difference. And it was such a simple, simple practice. But that little practice of opening that note and writing that thing down encouraged me to push my creativity further and dive back into hobbies that I love and then connect with other people. And it did. I connected with so many people online who constantly would reach out and just be like, I love that you're doing this project. It's encouraged me to do my own project. And it's encouraged me to be more grateful and to find more ways to share or to, you know, practice gratitude. And it was just so encouraging to then be able to also think about what I was known for. And it really encouraged me to share more positivity on my Instagram account. And so I would do these posts and I'd say, you know, this is what I'm grateful for this week. What are you grateful for? And the things people would share would be so deep and so wise and so wonderful. And and they would even comment back that taking the time to just answer this quick question on Instagram made a big, big difference for them. And I just loved getting to facilitate that for people and to share in that experience with them. Um, So I have created a free 25-day challenge for you. And all you have to do, like I said, is sign up at lauren-likes.com slash gratitude. And you're going to get access to 25 prompts that are not your normal prompts like your family, your house, um, they're going to help you dig much, much deeper. And they're much more kind of obscure prompts because I want them to make you think. Um, I want you to get curious and to really dive into the things in your life that bring you joy and find ways to celebrate them differently than you may have before. And so every day there's going to be a prompt for you. There is also going to be a free webinar where I am sharing 
all of my photography and storytelling tips for you. So you're going to get um, lots of good resources for that. I also did some crowdsourcing and asked um, you guys where your best gratitude resources came from. If you've ever read a book on gratitude or done a practice and there are meditations and books and journals and all kinds of stuff recommended in there for you if you want to go even deeper with your practice um there are also going to be daily tips and community and encouragement all happening in my Instagram stories for you. So I'd love for you to come hang out with me every day as we're going to talk about the prompts and different ways that you can interpret them and see them and apply them to your own uh, life and practice. Um, there's just so much good stuff in there, you guys. And I'm going to be back here next week talking about my best tips for telling your story. Um, so there's going to be so many great free resources for you in there. And I really just want you to experience that joy building of having your own gratitude practice. And I want to make that so easy and so possible for you. So like I said, all you have to do is sign up, download the prompts, and then start sharing on Instagram under the hashtag stories of gratitude challenge. And you're gonna be able to connect with other friends there and see what other people are grateful for and build a community of positive, encouraging people on the internet, which I know is so, so important. Um, so if you want to do a short, quick challenge with me every day, less than a minute this month, um, Join me, sign up, lauren-likes.com slash gratitude, and we are going to get our gratitude on this month and have so much fun, and we're going to grow our photography and storytelling skills while we're at it, and I just can't wait. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and I will be back next week, but I will see you on Instagram at Lauren Likes Blog as we share our gratitude challenge each day this month. So have a great week and I am grateful for you, friend. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the show, please visit lauren-likes.com slash podcast and be sure to sign up for the newsletter to know when new episodes are out and to stay up to date with all of the crafty creative happenings around here. If you would take a moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be so helpful to let me know what you thought of the show and share with all your friends on Instagram by tagging me at Lauren Likes Blog and using the hashtag HowSheCreates. Until next week, I hope you get curious and go explore something.